out of space, cowpokes. <laughs> now I'm just thinking about Danny's co-workers listening to this. <laughs> <laughs> Howdy, cowpokes. And Danny's co-workers. <laughs> Hope y'all are settled into your crumb incubators for another rip-roaring wizard of an episode of the Podgalorian. Tonight, we'll be discussing Chapter 10, The Passenger. Y'all better get all hands and the cook for this episode, because our favorite little scruncher, Yiddle, is sure up to some shady shenanigans. Does anybody okay. have questions about the vocabulary? <laughs> let's hand, go, I think let's go sentence by sentence on is, this one. All hands in the cook is something my stepmom says. Yes, it means it's a dangerous situation. You gotta get everybody for this. Yeah, I just was like flashback. All hands on deck, basically. <laughs> My hands are on dick. Um, They're on disc. Cr- rather. Crumb, crumb incubator? Yeah, that's my question. Is oh, yeah, I, I heard it is, and I was like, that makes sense. Is a cowboy's bed. I, I see. Yeah. Is the cowboy the crumb, or is it implying that cowboys eat a lot of crumbly foods in their it's beds? They eat a lot of biscuits. There okay. are like 30 different words for biscuit in this cowboy dictionary. Well, sure. Okay, it, to be it's, fair, it's, it's I because... also eat mini biscuits at bed, and there are crumbs in my bed. <laughs> so the, your biscuits incubator. the insinuation crumbs. is that cowboys aren't clean, so it's a crumb incubator. This is why I just clean my sheets relatively often, because I, uh, yeah, I eat a lot of cookies in bed at Kit Kats. It's, it's a bit of a beast. Your bed is a Kit Kat incubator. It's a Kit Kat incubator, yeah. <laughs> Melty. <laughs> uh, Whizzer is a, a tail, like a tall tail. Um, and Scruncher is someone who eats voraciously. Oh, that's me too. You're also one of our favorite little Scrunchers, Saf. Yay. <laughs> I've always wanted to be a what? favorite little scruncher. Yeah, if I think what of scruncher. What say about me that I heard you do that whole intro and didn't question any of it? <laughs> I mean, I didn't either. I was like, yeah, this all makes sense. And then right. you, you, questions, you so can like, understand what it means in context. Yeah, I get it. I get what we're about to <laughs> do here. I'm getting very good at writing these. <laughs> Put that on my resume. <laughs> Great at fake cowboying. Great at incorporating... Cowboy words into regular words. Bounty hunting is a complicated profession. Why'd you have to go and make things so complicated? I see the way you're acting like somebody else gets me frustrated. Life's like this, you. You fold and you crawl, then you break and you take what you get and you turn it into. Honestly, you promise me I'm never gonna find you. No, no, no. So before we start, I just want to say that this episode happened because of all the people who complained that there wasn't enough Baby Yoda in the first episode. And so you get a lot of Baby Yoda in this episode, but... (laughs) They're doing some paw. weird things that make people very uncomfortable. <laughs> it was the monkey paw once Monkey again. paw. Never ask for anything. <laughs> Never ask Star Wars for anything. Have we not learned this lesson already? Never. <laughs> Never. I'm like, more eggs, and now there's a billion spiders. And it's just... <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, the eggs were definitely a monkey more paw. Eggs. 
What a perfect metaphor for my life. All I wanted was more eggs, but what I got was a million spiders. <laughs> Fucking, yeah. I hate it. <laughs> Put that on a t-shirt. <laughs> <laughs> I saw a million spiders and all I got was this lousy t-shirt. <laughs> I'm sorry. Now I'm just thinking of doing a really nice embroidery where it's just like something, something about with the eggs and all I got was spiders. Oh. Meg, do you know that you're still doing the voice? <laughs> yeah. Are you, you aware? Just slipped into it. Yeah. Okay. Just yeah. checking. Like, yeah. I think. I think personally, I think that we should keep the accent up the entire time. I can try. <laughs> That's all. I actually have a southern accent that I work very hard to repress, so it's easier to just slip back in. <laughs> <laughs> I, I will do the intros and the outros with my cowboy voice. <laughs> great. Did you say wait? Nope. I said great. Oh, okay. <laughs> All right. As in great. <laughs> Chapter 10, The Passenger. Um, so this episode starts immediately after the end of the Marshall. So the Mando is speeder biking and speeder bikes directly into a trap. And not even a real smart trap. It's, it's the most basic of traps. It's a rope. <laughs> Literally a rope. Stupidest trap. It's a rope between two rocks. It got him. Got it him. worked. <laughs> we have not seen much evidence that Din is extremely bright. And not. that trend continues in this episode. Yeah. Hardcore. <laughs> Truly. Din, Din is a dumbass, but he's our dumbass. You it's know, true. the G stands for dumbass. <laughs> <laughs> so, you know, dumbass Jarin, dumbass Dern, <laughs> dumbass Dern. <laughs> I can't get over his last name. It's been a year, but I'm it's still like, the dumbest fucking last name I've ever heard in my life. Ash, <laughs> aren't you on the hunt for a new last name? <laughs> <laughs> there it is. We found it. Monkey pole once again. <laughs> Ash Dern. <laughs> it sounds so good. Well, Yiddle flies from the pouch. And Mando uses jetpack so he doesn't look like a complete fool. Um, but then Yiddle is picked up by one of the bounty hunters. And then while Mando is able to knock the rest of them out, the one holds Yiddle at knife point and the Mando offers for them to take anything they want. The hunter asks for Din's jetpack, which he readily hands over. The moment this happened, I was like, I know exactly where this is going. Yeah. And it was so exciting. It was great. So Yiddle runs over. Mando like, picks him up and holds him. And the hunter runs away with the jetpack. But of course, the Mando uses a remote to turn it on, shooting the hunter in the air, who falls back down to the ground without the jetpack. And the jetpack falls as well as Harrison Ford lands planes, like right in front of him. <laughs> My favorite part about this was the entire time Din just had like such a nonplussed expression on his face. He's so tired. <laughs> he's just like tired. And, so tired. and I know what you're thinking. Yes, he's got a helmet on, but I don't care. You could see the entire time he had just a completely non-expression yeah. where he's just, just like, uh, I, was like uh, I was not expecting to deal with this today, but I'll deal with it. Right. Yeah, sh- pretty much. I should have known better. I was having a pretty good day. <laughs> Didn't this entire episode is just done with everything unless it's in relation to the baby? 
He's yeah. pretty done with the baby at the moment. The baby. Uh, I'm going to say he's done with everything. <laughs> he needs a nap. Let the man sleep. So I also he- liked that the little, the little alien that took the Yoda, the baby Yoda, um, was like, I think it was one of them in The Force Awakens or something, because mm. they have a really cool little design, and I like them. Mm. It, was, it was one of the ones from the Jakku Marketplace, right? Yes, maybe. I don't know. It was yeah, one I think of, so. Yeah. I just remember seeing its face a bunch of me like, oh, I love it. Yeah. So Mando ropes together all supplies and what's left of the speeder bike and begins the long walk back to Moss Eisley. I feel like we didn't talk enough about the absolutely adorable little waddle over to Mando that baby mm-hmm. Yoda did. Oh, it's so that was beautiful. my favorite part of the episode. Just, it was, oh, man. There's so many good baby <laughs> moments in this episode. <laughs> Someone's laundry's done. My laundry. Oh, what was that? Yeah. <laughs> it was my laundry's <laughs> done. <laughs> oh. <laughs> it's just so cute. I want to hug him. I it's can't hug him. I have a baby Yoda right next to me. There's, there's like a lot of muppet work in this like because there's a lot of scenes of like you know walking around by themselves and so like it's the very like it's almost jarring because like you know it's a puppet <laughs> so, yeah like, <laughs> yeah my brain is like huh but then i see how cute baby yoda is so i was like oh and so i'm in a constant state of like yeah but it's still walking myself. in the very like i've been watching a lot of muppets always mm. but also specifically recently um and like it's the very specific like muppet move where they're being really obvious that like they're walking they're going (laughs) it's kind of like the yoda thing where like i got so used to seeing yoda as a puppet the second he cgi i'm like that's weird i mean he's a terrible cgi (laughs) i I know but like it's the same thing with baby yoda anytime there's like obvious cg instead of puppet work with yoda Mm. with yiddle i'm just like that's weird. Don't do that. <laughs> yeah, I have the same thing now. Don't do that, cowards. Um, yeah, so he enters into the cantina um, and finds Pelly playing Sabak. Sabak uh, okay, I just want to say that we're now two episodes into season two and we have two appearances of Pelly and zero appearances of Cara Dune. And <laughs> we're I blessed. hope that they just replace Great. Cara Dune with Pelly for the rest of the season, <laughs> really honestly. Because yes. I'm into it. <laughs> Yes. I love Pelly. Like I that first Pelly. trailer was already cut, so they just had to release it with Gina anyway. Yeah. <laughs> but we're just not ever gonna actually see her in the season. They quickly They're currently CGI her. <laughs> just, hey Amy, we gotta bring you back for some reshoots. And Amy Sedaris is like, yes! Yes, I get to see <laughs> <Yes>! the baby. Because <laughs> yes, she's exactly like her character. Yeah, 100%. <laughs> Like, I know literally last night we were talking about how we shouldn't conflate actors with like, fictional characters, but in this case, I think it's true. Amy, Amy Sedaris true. is playing Amy Sedaris if she lived in Moss Eisley. Yeah. yeah. She's playing Spamy Sedaris. Yeah, like, it's, <laughs> she's just herself dressed as Ripley from Alien. Like, yeah. What it is. She's living her best life right now. Um... So, the Mando doesn't have any leads on other Mandalorians, but Pelly says that Dr. Mandible, literally a giant ant. <laughs> I saw people talking about Dr. Mandible, I thought people were just making jokes about Mandalorian, no. not like Mandible. I was not prepared for this fucking thing. Unfortunately, it's literally a giant ant named Dr. Brought Mandible. To you 
brought to you by the guy who directed Ant-Man. Yeah. It was hard. That was the worst puppet I've ever seen in my entire life. I hate it oh, so, so much. <laughs> like, I was just like, oh, okay, okay. See, so we're back to making me scared of puppets again. I see how it is. Wow. <laughs> I am not here for this Dr. Mandible slander. I didn't Danny, mind you know Dr. how I am Mandible. about puppets. That's fair. It just creeped me out. <laughs> yeah, he's... I think because because of the frequency that I watched Honey, I Shrunk the Kids when I was little, and there was a giant ant in that. I mean, it was a regular-sized ant, oh, but the kids were little. The kids were small. Yeah. Um, yep. And so, like, a giant ant used to it. I'm fine with it. And it's a doctor. He's a good doctor. <laughs> I feel like he's probably a doctor in the same way that Dr. Avison is a doctor. Like, taking um, people's heads. He was an architect, heads. though. He is? Is that, is that true? Yeah. Really? Wait, he was an architect? No, he was an architect in Robot Chicken. Um, so oh, I thought he was the ant. The official canon source of Star Wars. <laughs> what is I mean. <laughs> no, we oh, find Robin. out in the Rogue One Vizdic that I think, if I'm remembering this correctly, Dr. Avazon is like taking people's heads and putting them in yeah, robot he's bodies. he's doing the um, de- decraniation or whatever it's called. Yeah, yeah, that. Which is fucking... Like cutting no. the top of people's heads off. I yeah. trust Pelly's taste in card friends. I do. Okay, too. to be fair, Dr. Mandible's not doing that. It's the other guy. Dr. Yeah, so I think Dr. Mandible is a practicing physician. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. The only one on Tatooine, mind. Like, but not necessarily for humans or other squishy people, but like for, a practicing physician of some but kind. But like for other like people who maybe have exoskeletons thoraxes etc mandibology yeah yeah i also really like that basically pelly just uses dr mandible's presence as an excuse to get din to cover her tab yeah it's so good (laughs) she's like what you gonna do about it yeah that was a good move (laughs) like he got what he wanted (laughs) yeah it wasn't wrong um so yeah so dr mandible has a hookup and he'll give Mando the information if he covers his call in the round of Sabacc that they're playing. It's 500, which is steep, but the Mando has no other choices. I feel so, like Mando has way more money than we think he does at this point. Oh, he has so much money. He has one ice cream container full of money. So much money. Oh, wait, no. They melted all that down for his armor, didn't they? Yeah. 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 That wasn't so, money. That was Biscar. <laughs> yeah. He's just got a weird side hustle going on, I guess. He cams. Um, so Pelly, <laughs> Pelly wins immediately with an idiot's array. But Dr. Mandible keeps his word and says that the contact will come to Pelly's hangar. So back at the hangar, Treadwell is cooking some dragon meat. And we learned the fun fact that Rodians apparently eat their meat well done. I found that to be very interesting. I would have expected it, it the other way around. Yeah, yeah me too. So yeah. And not? for the record, that meat looked really good. It looked great. <laughs> <laughs> it looked I, I, I would attend a crate dragon barbecue. <laughs> yeah. I was really hungry after watching that. I, <laughs> I love really- Baby Yoda just standing by the spigot. <laughs> Like, eyeing it. Like, Dad, is it ready yet? Dad, is it ready yet? <laughs> Such a cutie. Well, you know he at one point tried to just eat it raw. Yep. <laughs> I mean, Yoda doesn't care. He right. slipped down He's that frog. He's a baby. He's a baby. 
Yeah. Just maybe you would eat many things in this Babies episode. Babies love Robbie. I mean the slog, the frog in early, the slog, the frog in earlier episodes. <laughs> anyway, um, so Pelly comes to the Mando and says that a Mandalorian covert is close by. The I still con- love that you use that name. Yeah, it's pretty good. I always forget it though. So I'm like Mandalorian Coven. Um, it's I just very think close. Mandalorian <laughs> Convent, which is not what they're trying to imply. Convent, Coven, Covert. Mandocon. COVID. Mando COVID. Oh no, but they wear masks. <laughs> Mando Convention. Um, the contact. That's will just leave- any Star Wars celebration, isn't it? <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> The contact will lead the Mando to them. It's free, besides a finder's fee, which I think means that Pelly's going to get some money out of this. I'm not sure. Yeah. Yeah. I hope she, um, she deserves so, it. Well, I thought so the finder's far, fee was the passage. Oh, I don't know. Was no, because... Passage. No, I think it's also something else. Oh, okay this point in this episode, I was like, it is very funny that so far the premise of this entire season has been Mando needs to find Mandos. And he just keeps stumbling upon people who know. And it's like, it seems like a lot of people know where the Mandos are. (laughs) (laughs) But why don't you know where the Mandos are? In in his defense, his covert, like his like group that he grew up in is gone now. So he doesn't know where any of them are. So he presumably has no leads other than like the armorer who probably dipped like after she melted all the armor down or whatever or died by stormtroopers i choose not to believe that one <laughs> the second one but she's definitely fine yeah she's okay but like well, specifically people on tatooine yeah, apparently yes. know where the mandos are just stay on tatooine and find someone else to talk to i think right solution yeah. here i agree also because as soon as his ship left tatooine i was like no, now Boba Fett is not with him. Now we have to go back to Tatooine at some point later in the season <laughs> to wrap up that story. No, so. we're, we're, just we're not gonna. We're never we're leaving Tatooine back. this season. That was a tease. That was a tease. <laughs> and we're not gonna see Boba again this entire season. <laughs> I would that would so be hard. so Guaranteed. funny. That would be so funny. Because um, there was a rumor recently they're working on a separate Boba Fett show. And I think that was literally just like a... That was the backdoor pilot. <laughs> in star wars tatooine is apparently like the nexus point of the galaxy yeah. like everything important happens on tatooine I hate from it. the man who brought you is ahsoka alive or isn't she comes one brief glimpse at boba fett <laughs> we shouldn't be surprised friends um uh we get another blessing of a phrase in this episode which is <laughs> One small skank in the scud pile. Oh, so good. That made me laugh so hard. A Star Wars show. <laughs> I can't believe they did it. What is a scud pile? <laughs> uh, I had the subtitles on it. I was like, oh my God. Scud. They, they called somebody a mud scuffer last season, I think is what it was. But mud scuffer versus mud scudder. Would it be like fuck pile? I don't know. No, because Probably. it seems like a scud pile is a good thing. I don't know. So is a fuck pile, depending on who you're with. Um, because, because, (laughs) because, (laughs) like, it's like, you know, one more wrench in the plan. 
right? Like that's that's what it harkens to. But like, thank God, thank God we got another one of these. Thank God. Um, so the contact wants passage to the system. Pelly vouches for them on her life. So Mando agrees. But hold on, one more small skank. <laughs> no hyperdrive. Mando says no, because moving fast is the only thing keeping him safe. But there are mitigating circumstances. And then Mama walks in. I am going to refer to her as Mama because I think just calling her Frog Lady makes me feel bad. <laughs> I need someone to do an edit right now where um, that scene where Mama walks in, but like there's there's like the wind machine blowing. I guess she doesn't have any hair to blow, but like it, it goes down to slow-mo and there's like super romantic music playing in the background. Ooh, or, or what's the TikTok filter romantic. with like hearts and pink and just like... Not romantic music, but Stacy's mom playing in the background. <laughs> Is Stacy one of the eggs? I don't follow. Yeah. Those eggs, yeah. mom okay. has got, got it going. <laughs> She's all over, and I'm waiting for so long. Yeah. Anyway. Um, Hi, my name's Ash. I'm a professional <laughs> So Mama walks in. And Pelly translates for her. Pelly speaks frog. Again, the language, it like the subtitle was Pelly like speaks to yeah. speaks it's to frog. frog lady in frog. And I was just like, yeah. I hate yeah, this. my favorite subtitle. I hate of the Star episode. Wars. <laughs> my favorite subtitle of the episode was Frog Speaks. It was in just frog. frog. <laughs> I hate Star Wars. I mean, so I much. kind of love that they didn't make it an alien. It's literally just a frog, a and the frog. language that it speaks is frog, and it looks like a frog, and it hops like a frog. <laughs> if it looks like a duck and quacks like a duck, <laughs> <laughs> literally in I Star hate Wars. It. I hate Frogs it. are canon. Remember how there was like a whole thing about Captain Panaka's sitting ducks line. In Phantom Menace and how that made yes, ducks canon. Yes, but there are ducks though in you the know, water. The thing that made ducks canon is there's ducks in the background of the picnic and Attack of the Clones, like in, in also on that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. At least no, that's no, I have ducks canon. and frogs. <laughs> oh my. Anyway, Pelly I'm just trans- all over the bad jokes today. I apologize. <laughs> Pelly translates for her. It explains that her eggs need to be fertilized by the equinox or her line will end. And her husband has settled on the estuary moon of Trask, but if they go into hyperspace, the eggs will die. I really hope we get to see the estuary moon of Trask. Trask sounds amazing. And I'll say, really I, honestly, I hope cool. the rest of the season is just Mando and Frog Lady. Yeah. I know this very that much felt so like good. a one-off episode, but I just hope that's the rest of the season. No, I hope the rest oh, of it no. is... We know she's in the next episode for a little bit at least, because she's oh, in do? the trailer. She's in the trailer with her husband. Oh, 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 wait, there's trailers? Men. No, they're in the first trailer when Din's like walking oh, onto what? a it's planet. A... It's very clear, like looking back at it, it is the frog lady and her husband. Oh, I'm oh, not looking look back that. at it. Yeah. <laughs> I saw it on TikTok. I can't say that I was like sc- like scanning through the trailer okay. or anything okay. like that. Yeah. So her husband has seen the Mandalorians there. So like, it's good intel. And the Mando just doesn't refuse, so Mama goes up the ramp into the racer's crest. Yiddle follows, very interested in her eggs. And is this the first time we hear the Stranger Things music? Yes. 
Because it was I straight up. I didn't even notice it didn't at all. Really Who are you attention. people listening to this music? I did not catch. I was so yeah, excited for like synthy little... music and there was like nothing. There's like a little synth line whenever Yiddle is looking at the eggs. Yeah. It, it just felt straight out of Stranger Things and it was very disorienting to me. Yeah, I was kind of confused because it's not typically like a Star Wars musical cue. Right. I don't pay attention to things, I guess. Um, I was waiting for the eggs. Um, <laughs> yeah. Waiting for so, the eggs, a Meg Humphrey story. Truly. <laughs> so <laughs> Mama is up front with Mando and he tells her to stay strapped in because uh, sublight, not sunlight, sublight is dicey thanks to pirates and warlords or whatever. Um, and it's unclear whether or not she understands him, but he definitely does not understand her. And he tries to tease, but that extremely does not work. <laughs> uh, Yiddle wanders over to Mama's egg container. The eggs move toward Yiddle, and it's probably with the force. I don't know. I don't trust it. Yeah, it does seem a little forcey. Um, so the Mando sets in the coordinates, and like they all start flying, and he goes downstairs. He sees Yiddle eat one of the eggs and tells them that that's not food and don't do it again. And he puts Yiddle in their hammock and they both lay down for a nap. I love that he just went, okay, it's nap time. <laughs> like, yeah, I can't deal time. with you right now. Go to sleep. But he also went for a nap, so I think that's fair. <laughs> also, I, I love that, like, Yiddle is in a little hammock over Din's cot. It's so cute. I was just going to say, that was so cute. That was so cute i got some dad feels at that moment i was like oh when he was like it's time for a nap i was like oh i've been there oh it is time for a nap <laughs> it is time for a nap and then you put teddy in the hammock over your bed to get him to fall yeah, asleep absolutely <laughs> Super stop safe. eating the eggs teddy <laughs> <laughs> yikes <laughs> do we do we want to get real for a second and talk about why this makes some people uncomfortable and why that's okay I don't think I'm the one who's <laughs> who's uh, capable of facilitating such a conversation, but I do think oh, it's just okay. worth acknowledging. Yeah. So um, on Twitter, there have been very mixed, and in our Discord, um, there's been very mixed reactions to this episode in general. Um, and it's not, most of it isn't because like, this is just kind of a weird episode um, and definitely more of like a monster of the week episode than really adding very much to the story like the the mandalorian storyline um but one of the big things is just people being uncomfortable with yiddle eating mama's eggs because like from the get-go we understand that like these eggs are super important it's the last of her family um and you know they're risking their safety in order for her and her eggs to get to her husband safely safely um and it has brought up a lot of strange feelings or like uncomfortable feelings or just like you know bad feelings um about this because the the reality of when people lose their children um 
in the real world, right? Like through miscarriages or just having the difficulty of getting pregnant in the first place. Um, and then for Yiddle to be eating these eggs to be used as kind of a joke. Um, yeah, it's definitely and, played as a comedic bit. Right, and like used to like yeah. maybe be a squick factor more than like kind of this heart-wrenching feeling that that people are having, like a, an emotional reaction to it. Because we are thinking about the eggs as, you know, future children. Um, and rather than thinking of like eggs in our fridge, um and so it's it's tough because again this is a sentient species this is the like the children of a sentient species and not one that's like used for food like like a nerf if a, if a nerf egg right um was the cargo instead or right? a mudhorn egg or a mudhorn egg um <laughs> yeah so it's absolutely valid um, for people to not like this episode because of it. Or if they did like this episode, but didn't like, but like felt like the Yiddle eating the eggs was disrespectful because if you look at it in that way, it is. Um, because like it, it is used as comedy rather than trying to navigate a lesson that Din yeah. and Baby Yoda need to learn. Yeah. Um, I feel like if it was handled in a little bit more careful hands, it could have been really interesting. Mm -hmm. Like, it could have been a, like Din having to realize, like, realizing that he has to keep this kid in check because he's a toddler and can do, you know, and is super curious and is going to go drive, like, drive him crazy and do things that he doesn't want him to do mm -hmm. but instead it's just like haha yiddle at the egg <laughs> like there's right. i guess i don't know there's something interesting there right. i'm not smart enough to figure it out but it made me uncomfortable for sure that they were and it but it wasn't like yiddle eating the eggs made me uncomfortable it was how they were dealing with it yeah 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 and like, and I like love, oh sorry go, go ahead, ahead. No, you go ahead. And I love like the dad scolding moments. I think they're really cute and like he's wagging his finger at him and telling him no, but yeah. Yeah, it could yeah. I feel like it could have been handled a lot it, better. It could have been done like those dad learning moments could have been done in a way where it did not sacrifice like a mother's children. <laughs> because like that's what it's basically right. doing, right? Like the the sound effect of baby Yoda eating them, right? The fact that they swallow them whole. Um, right. Like it's it's all predicated on like we're just gonna be like, oh baby Yoda. Um where you easily done the same thing of him just like getting into the ship and causing problems or like right. touching a blaster or touching a sharp piece of metal or something. Right. Like in the same effect would have been had. Yeah. yeah. Or even, right, or even that, like, Yiddle didn't have to be necessarily interested in the eggs because they want to eat them, right? It could just be because, like, they know that they are another living being, um, right? And they, like, are trying to communicate with through the force. Like, they could have done something else. Um, but, like, it is used as, like, a gag rather than something thoughtful yeah yeah i think it like it really felt like the only reason din was saying no don't do that is because 
it's gross and not yeah there wasn't like a oh this is like really bad not in yeah. a gross not in just a ooh i can't believe you did that way you know like this is like serious kind of way i yeah. think near the end he did like realize how important it was after she like actually told him she was like bro these, yeah. these eggs are important and he was like oh okay yeah yeah and but like definitely the first time it felt more of a this is our job and i'm telling you no because this is part of the job and like we don't want the client to get mad at yeah. me versus hey what are someone's baby <laughs> i think it's like there's a great there's a part great of it point in the episode him not being bright as well yeah you're not but wrong. I think, like you're not wrong but i think his characterization does make and, sense and to I, begin with i think it has a lot to do with din having din is changing as a person he is no longer as removed from things as he used to be before Yiddle came into his life. So he ha they have that moment where he's like looking at Yiddle and looking at the eggs and now he has to, he realizes, oh, I'd be doing the same thing for him mm -hmm. kind of thing. Yeah. Like he's, mm -hmm. a di he's changing into a different person and he's growing. And I think that's like what this episode was about is him learning like the lengths a parent will go for their child, which is something he kind of understood. But I think this episode was, was like hammering that home. Like, I don't know. I don't know if that makes any sense at all, but uh, it does. Yeah. yeah, I just. I think I, you, really, I think they were trying to use it as a device to make us uneasy. Honestly, like, I think I think that they were going for that uneasy sort of feeling. Like I don't think it was entirely meant to be one hundred percent comedy. Like my read on it is that like you're supposed to feel a little bit uneasy, and I think it was a little bit of a quote unquote edgy risk that they took that just didn't land because they were maybe missing out on the sensitivity readers yeah. <laughs> that would catch the parallel to some really heavy real world issues that millions of women deal with every year. Yeah, I really, I really wonder what this episode would have looked like if handled by someone who has a uterus. Um, <laughs> Both written by you know like, for every Star Wars property ever. <laughs> yeah, but I think I think especially when one of the the main characters is a mother, mm -hmm. um, which Star Wars is grossly lacking any kind of sensitivity with. Um, it could have been really interesting if they would have let someone who wasn't John Favreau do this. <laughs> this wasn't John Favreau. Yeah, oh, you mean the whole show? He the, wrote the this episode, episode. Was oh, it was directed by Peyton Reed. Did he write it? Did John Favreau write this one? John Favreau wrote it. It was in the uh, okay. John Favreau ha wrote most of them this season. Yeah. Got it. Yeah. Oh, uh, okay. Yeah. I guess we've we, got more directors and writer directors this season. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, we do. Anyway, Oof. so Mando wakes up to approximately. That's it. Is it okay that I did laugh at Baby Yoda eating the eggs? Yeah. Okay. I did too. And like, I, I wasn't much, sure, like, is like, it funny? I Am I uncomfortable? Me, I'm just laughing. I don't know what's going on right now. I'm not like, yeah. everything you said is entirely true. And mm. everyone who's uncomfortable with this, totally fair. I extremely saw it as a frog and frog eggs just get eaten by things all the time. And also the frogs eat their own eggs. Yeah. So I found it funny in that way. Mm. But she is a sentient human frog. So yeah. also that is very true. I right. laughed it's, in like a secondhand embarrassment way yeah like oh no yeah yeah i just thought they were going in yeah that direction. whole thing of like oh. yeah. Staff, is thought, it bad know, that i laughed when baby yoda ate the droid eggs droid eggs <laughs> i'm making a joke 
Oh, I was like, they had droid- droids have eggs? I'm I flipping, was very this, willing I'm to flipping the script on you here. I laughed. I mean, I, I would going... also find that funny, Danny. <laughs> <laughs> I think Baby Yoda eating literally any egg, I would find funny. Fair. I think I just thought it was going in a different direction because of that musical cue where they were like showing Baby Yoda yeah. and the eggs. I thought it was going to be like him being cute and trying to connect with them through the force. Yeah, like, that's, what, well. I was, <laughs> that's what I thought with the musical cue. But like oh. I knew he ate them. And so while I was watching and heard that like twinkly little like, oh, fun adventure music. And I'm just like, bitch, this is not the right setup for this. <laughs> and like, yeah, I was definitely like, what the? Fuck. <laughs> oh, as soon right. as Baby Yoda saw the eggs, it's like Baby Yoda's gonna eat the eggs, and I saw it as nothing else. Yeah, I was really disappointed in that. But like again, that is like Saf, like the that is the the difference of like when we come into this, like both sides are because like we live in this actual world where frogs are frogs and yeah. predators eat frog eggs and frogs eat frog eggs. Um, I think part of it is also because I've been reading a lot of the aquarium subreddit recently. <laughs> yeah. So like it's, it's, it's normal for like both, both of those reactions are normal and like yeah. don't feel bad for, for having either of those. <laughs> things yeah as i don't want to you, say yeah as long as you, those reactions are bad yeah as long as everybody understands the validity of like both then we good yeah okay we're yeah. good i think um because again spiders fuck spiders oh fuck those spiders as soon as they appeared i was like no they want spiders because of ash oh sure baby yoda eats the spider egg and it's okay yeah. yes it is okay the <laughs> spiders are it. i was way more uncomfortable with him eating the spider than the frog eggs because yeah. you could it was like visually no. very uncomfortable yeah um he didn't eat that egg whole he just tore it. Uh, anyway we'll get there <laughs> yeah we'll get there we'll get to the terrible terrible part um, so Amanda wakes up to a proximity alarm. It's a couple of X-Wings. Oh, wait, sorry. I know. I'm sorry. We need to move on. But the, also the way that this scene was done where it was like the twinkly music and then it faded to black. I thought that we were in a dream. We were going to have like a dream sequence. <laughs> like, a dream ballet? A dream I, sequence. Like, I oh, thought it was going to be like one of those things where like you think it's real. And then after a while, like it gets totally absurd. And like with the spiders came, I was like, okay, now they're going to wake up from this dream eventually. There's going to be like some lesson that did learn. And it wasn't that at all. I don't know why I thought that's what was happening, which is like, <laughs> that's so funny. In any other I show, like <laughs> that music fading to black and then they wake up again, it would have been a dream sequence. So, <laughs> yeah, that's amazing. <laughs> Maybe it is. Maybe he'll wake up next episode and the Maybe. spiders are all a dream. <laughs> Maybe. And Dave Filoni as an X-Wing pilot was all a dream. Oh, I wish. Um, anyway. Um, so Carson, one of the X-Wing pilots, tells him that he needs to be emitting an identifier. The Mando says he'll work on that. Mm. Um, and then the X-Wings keep flying with him and ask for a ping. Whatever that means. Um, Mando resists, but when they threaten to make him go with them to a New Republic checkpoint, he sends it on over. Trapper Wolf, fuck you, um, chimes in and asks Carson to get on channel two. And the Mando, <laughs> I love that so much. The Mando's just looking, and he sees each of the X-Wings lock their S-foils <laughs> in attack position. This was quality direct, directional work right yeah, here. That was like, really so good. So good. Very I really good. like that. It's like the uh, silence, the long silence, and then <laughs> opening of the exploits. <laughs> so funny. Love the And also, I do find it very funny that Dave Filoni's just like fucking just 
useless cop x-wing pilot i I love that din has absolutely no social skills whatsoever he's trying to like he's trying to like make conversation he's like may the force be with you (laughs) that was so oh yeah we got our and also with you oh yeah and also with you you. (laughs) they did the thing (laughs) every kid who went to church as a kid ever (laughs) they did the thing yeah. And also, you be having some. <laughs> uh, and they're like, hey, were you recently near New Republic Correctional Transport Bothan 5? <laughs> Just drop that in there. No one's talked about this. <laughs> yeah, I, thought, I was like, B- Bothan? Did they just say Bothan? I I love the idea that the Bothans, like, because in in old canon, the Bothans were just dicks about everything, and we're like, you need to give us credit because we gave you the plans to the second Death Star. I like the idea of the Bothans just being like, and you have to name every ship in the New Republic fleet Bothan (laughs) insert number. Well, now they're like, oh, you want to give some credit? Well, I guess we'll call our correctional transport (laughs) Bothan. Full of, full of shitty assholes. Both and five. <laughs> <laughs> That's what they deserve. So, is it a Bothan? This time, yes. It is. It is. <laughs> so, Why we find out. That, huh? Yeah. <laughs> wow, finally. <laughs> without, they've confirmed Bothans without ever showing a Bothan. <laughs> I love that we're never going to see a Bothan. They're only ever going to be alluded yeah, to. Yeah, we're never going to see a Bothan. <laughs> uh, I'm ex- I hope we also get to see Bothans one through four. <laughs> <laughs> so so uh, this, was, this was now connecting this episode to episode six from season one. Yes. Which I said last week, and I'll say again, if you told me that the two episodes that were going to be mandatory viewing for the first two episodes of season two <laughs> were episodes five and six, I would have like flipped the table. <laughs> Come on, those yeah, two. Yeah, no, not the ones I yeah. expected. <laughs> There's a common theme between those two, though, or at least in one of those, they're written. Uh, they're, they're, one of them is directed by Dave Filoni. I think one of them is written by Dave Filoni. Huh. Oh. I don't like that. <laughs> um, I actually hate that. I'm going to be writing to someone about it. Like, um, <laughs> yeah, but you're right. It's like they took a look at season one or like what's the best episodes out of these eight five and five five and six (laughs) it's not the episode with toro calican like are you fucking kidding me but i'll also say that that was only required viewing because of pelly yeah there was nothing else about it that you needed and i'll say once again that like episode season two episode one whatever chapter nine was a total glow up from chapter five yeah, and oh, chapter absolutely. 10 yes. was a total glow from chapter 6. So, like, I'm yeah. okay with it. Yeah. Um, I I don't uh, know if I said this last Podrilorian, but I would have yeah. found it very funny if the Mandalorian on Tatooine that they were talking about was just our Mandalorian. Yeah. We did talk about that last week. Okay. I can remember I made that joke in our episode or if I just made it last night at my friends. And or <laughs> if it was Toro Calican in a Boba Fett helmet. <laughs> oh, God, I would lose my mind. <laughs> Um, if it was Toro Calican who showed up with the boat fed helmet, the Mando would just kill him and yeah, it would be no, it would be no. Like we're not doing yet. this again. No bargaining, no handshakes with hope our paths cross again. No, <laughs> none of that shit. Um, 
So we find out also that Carson is one of our favorite Appas, um, as played by Paul Sun Hyung Lee, uh, who is the Appa in Kim's Convenience on Netflix. Um, and but I he hope he him. becomes the main character. He loves Watch. Star Wars, He's and I love him so much. <laughs> What'd you say, Ash? I said, watch Kim's Convenience, by the way. Yeah, it's, it's great. Wonderful. Um, so the Mando runs. Yeah, the Mando runs and the X-Wings <laughs> go after him. And he, like, they're confused because the crest is a piece of crap. <laughs> and is probably going to break apart from flying fast. And yeah, I think they established in season one that it is a pre-Clone Wars ship. <laughs> yeah, it's old. <laughs> is old. It's bad. Um, and the Mando then suddenly nosedives just through the atmosphere. <laughs> yeah, he's like, this will, this will work fine. Just I've let, seen other pilots do this. Let gravity do the work. Um... <laughs> And the X-Wings then follow him into a snowy canyon. And the Mando is able to lose them through a hole in one of the caverns. But when they come to a skid landing, the crest falls through the ice and crashes. (laughs) I love that it's like, you could go the Harrison Dula direction with this, which is like she can move her piece of shit ship very skillfully because she's an amazing pilot but mando's just like absolutely he can not. fly and crashes his fucking ship into the ice like he can fly <laughs> doesn't mean he can fly extremely well he can fly in the same way that i can technically drive but it's not a he good can fly situation. in the same way that you can absorb caffeine through your skin <laughs> <laughs> call back <laughs> so me and mando do both drive the equivalent of a shitty 40 year old pickup truck so that's fair that's I fair. Know. <laughs> <laughs> um when the mando wakes up after the crash many things appear to be broken <laughs> mama is shivering because frogs probably don't like ice planets and mando says that he's going to go find her eggs and get her some blankets uh we see that there's a lot of holes in the ship is this the part where I get to do my 47-minute lecture about exothermic versus endothermic animals and their reaction to cold habitats? Is it just frogs don't like cold? Yep. That, that's a good yeah. summary. Great. Yeah. <laughs> TLDR, frogs don't like cold. Frogs plus cold <laughs> equals sad. Oh, so am I a frog? Because I also hate cold. Yep. That is the one characteristic of frogs. Oh, cool. I, I guess I'm a frog now. So Mando finds Yiddle under a blanket, <laughs> eating more eggs. He takes the jar away and scolds Yiddle again, who just continues to eat the one in her hand, which, why the fuck did you not also take that one? Yeah, Damn why did you let her keep that, man? Darn, jarin, jern, whatever your last name is. <laughs> Ugh. We find out that the main power drive is not responding, and the hull has lost integrity, Oh, and it'll also yeah, get... Yeah, the hull has lost a lot of integrity there's there. A bunch there's of fucking of, holes in it. I can only relate hole. to the hull. <laughs> lost integrity, full of holes. Yeah. <laughs> also, that it will get even colder at night. So Mando's like, hey, just go to bed. Um, and Mama tries to speak with the Mando again, urgently gesturing at her eggs. 
but he doesn't understand. So he's just like, get some sleep. Um, and Yiddo cuddles with Mando while Mama takes her blanket and puts it over her eggs. Um, and then while she sits, she sees the remains of a droid. And Mando wakes up to the sound of the droid speaking. <laughs> what a rude awakenings in this episode. I love it. Mama I just is wants to nap. Mama is so cool. She She's bypassed so cool. the droid's security protocols and using it to speak with him through its vocabulator. That's so cool. She's She's Mama. so cool. Love her. So she explains that, well, Richard Aoti explains. <laughs> that this batch of eggs is the last of her brood. Her husband has risked his life to make a place for them to live on the only planet that is hospitable to their species. They've worked too hard and suffered for too long to resign themselves to the extinction of their family line. And she demands that he holds true to the deal. Mando says the deal is off, that they'll be lucky if they don't die here. Mama <laughs> replies with... She thought the Mandalorians keeping their word was like a huge part of who they are. But maybe those are just bedtime stories for children. She knows how to scold, scold, scold somebody. Yeah, I was like sick burn, mama. frog mom. Uh, and that's when like Vando and Yiddle like lock eyes for a little bit. And then he sighs, grabs his toolbox and heads out of his ship to work. <laughs> I love that his whole thing is like, He's like, I'm not gonna help. I'm gonna, I'm gonna do my thing. And people are like, but you have to help me. And he's like, ah, fine. Uh, I guess I have to help. <laughs> um, sometime later, while Mando is working, Yiddle tries to get his attention. He tells them to come over and give them a hand and make himself useful. <laughs> <laughs> and he's a foot tall. What are you doing? Yeah. <laughs> do your magic hand thing, baby. Like that was basically. Right. The come on, baby. Do the. <laughs> so you know that just walks away and mando thinks yelling hey is gonna work <laughs> because the has been so receptive to communication up until this point and like anybody's just gonna listen as you shout hey hey i said get over here to them. <laughs> that has never worked on a child in anyone's life <laughs> actually a baby who for sure knows what hey means what? <laughs> yeah <laughs> Hey! <laughs> like, Maybe Din just thinks he has the brain of a 50-year-old in there. It's like, no, this is a baby. It would be great if Din had the brain of a 50-year-old. It'd <laughs> <laughs> be great if literally any of them had the brain had of a 50-year-old. It would be hilarious if Baby Yoda had the brain of a 50-year-old and is just, like, doing a long con on Din. Oh, my God! <laughs> he just want, he's just been trapped for too long and wants some snuggles, so he's I mean, we've seen from Yoda in Empire Strike. well, four of the five of us have seen from Yoda in Empire Strikes Back that he loves to, like, troll Luke when he arrives, right? <laughs> yeah. It's just part of their nature. Liars. They're all liars. <laughs> <laughs> Yaddle's not a liar. Maybe it's just something the dudes do. I just want yeah. a scene somewhere before the show's over of Yaddle like sitting back and kicking their feet up in the air and going, Gee! Oh, I love that. Drinking a coffee. Like. Yep. <laughs> so um, Mando does get up and follows Yaddle and they see Mama's footprints heading into the cavern. They follow them and they see that she's found a hot spring for her and her eggs to warm themselves in. 
I love this. And I want to chill like, in a hot spring on an ice planet. It looks so yeah, nice. Yeah, up to this point, I'm like, that looks really relaxing. I would go there. That sounds great. Yeah. Let's it do it. It sounds so good. The hot spring looks great. All the eggs are floating with her. Wonderful. It's so cute. It's wonderful. Um, it's almost nightfall, so Mandar tells her that they gotta get back to the ship, and he helps her, packs up the eggs, and stops Yiddle from eating any more of them right in front of the mom. Um, yeah. So, like... That was really cute when he was like, no! No! Yeah. His <laughs> no was very cute there. God. God. Thank, thank God he stopped. <laughs> yeah, that would have been really bad if she'd seen him do it. I, no, mm. he would have deserved it. Mm. Okay, but also, Yiddle's clearly malnourished. No! Yeah. He, had a, he had food Danny, in front of him. Danny, do you know how much food I ate as a child if you let me get my hands on it? It's just that toddlers <laughs> eat everything. Right. Yeah. Because they are growing beings. No, it's also everything. because they just love to stick things no, in their mouth. Yeah, they, they just, just love to crunch. stuff in their mouth. Oh boy, I'm Danny. being lectured on parenting by one parent and three non-parents. <laughs> hey, I was a child once. I know how children are. I was are. a child once. I'm qualified. <laughs> <laughs> do, you, do you know how many noses of stuffed animals I chewed off? I so a, many. I have so nephews, many. thank you. <laughs> I ate so many things I should not have eaten. No. That's fair. All right, all right, all it's right. Just, I'll conceal like, this one. <laughs> Toddlers. Do you want to hear the list of things I had to take away from Teddy today because he was going to eat them? <laughs> I do want to hear this list of things. <laughs> I would love that, actually. <laughs> like, it's being recorded, and I don't want to be judged for being a bad parent because he found some of these things. Because so. Teddy's going to listen to this in 20 years, and... <laughs> but, like, toddlers, like, babies are like sharks where they just investigate with their mouths. It's like, yes. they just... They just yes. chomp on stuff. <laughs> Everything goes in the mouth. Everything That's they got chomp. <laughs> <laughs> so, let's see. You know, wines, of course. But then, smell something. Hey, more eggs. Ugh. There are a bunch more eggs. So many more eggs. So they go over. You love to, to see it. Big, nope. big alien vibes with this. Extreme alien vibes. Yeah. Mm, so I was like, oh no. <laughs> yeah. And it specifically reminded me of Alien versus Predator, which is an underrated, excellent movie. Um, because there is an egg chamber. Um, it was very much like this. Yeah, I think this one like that in Covenant or whatever it is. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. And I saw that and I was like, oh no. Mm-hmm. Oh no, this is bad. It's not good. This is a horror movie time now. Yep. Um, so Yiddle goes over and like peels the egg open is weird yep, that happened it was uncomfortable and like it's a sticky like there's green sticky stuff inside and like a spider like a a baby's baby spider but the baby is still as big as like a like a softball um and of course yiddle eats it and apparently it tastes pretty good uh but of course as they are chomping many 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 more of the eggs start hatching and also a huge mother spider pops out yay they are swarming and i hated every second of it not be white spiders i am not scared of spiders but i am scared of these spiders i am terrified of like every spider so this was Awful. Oh, no. it was like, not great. Bad, this is a bad time. The, is it bad that my immediate first reaction was, oh, Navi White Spiders? I, I yelled that too because of you. 
Because of Ben. Because of Benjamin. <laughs> yeah, because of, it all goes back to Ben. Yeah. But like the big spider, if it was just like a few big spiders, I'd be okay with it. Because like when I'm watching Lord of the Rings, like Shelob is fine, whatever. But it was all the small ones. It was. Yeah, those little ones can get up in your crevices. You don't right. want that. And like little still meaning the Dumb. size of cats. Like. That's a big spider. Whore horrifying i hate how spiders move and all they were doing were moving and this is yeah. awful. they did that you know the scritch 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 thing they were doing that so, bad. so oh. the answer to would you rather fight one elephant sized spider or 100 spider sized spiders it's one <laughs> elephant sized spider to go <laughs> Because like they'll get on you and then they're just it gets on overwhelming. You. Yep. It gets yeah. overwhelming. Yep. Having yeah. played Halo, I can definitely say that I want the hundred. No, I don't want the hundred ones. That's the no, one I don't want. Big, I want one the big, big one. Spider. One big one. Yeah. One big one. Ugh. Um we also see Mama Hop and she goes real fast. So cool. <laughs> Loved that. Um, it looks like they managed to stop the big one, but like the smaller ones, which there are like cat-sized ones, and then there are also like pony sized ones and it's awful <laughs> there are a lot and they are sizes and um they manage to get back to the ship but then the spiders are inside the ship <laughs> and they manage to at least like get into the cockpit which has like doors that close but then the spiders are prying open the doors and you know what it was worth it to have a flamethrower this entire time, if for nothing else than this episode. <laughs> this was exactly what they were for. I like how Din's like solution for every problem is to use the flamethrower, and in this case, it actually it worked. Is this was the best solution that he had? No, I mean, honestly, if you, you had that, a flame, oh, sorry, go ahead, you. I was gonna say it's funny you mentioned that because earlier in this episode, when he like gets when he falls into the stupid trap, and then like have him up, up against the wall. I literally said in my head, he's going to use the flamethrower. <laughs> Not yet. <laughs> no, he used all brains for that one, baby. So yes, he's always leaning on that flamethrower to the point where I just assume that's how he's going to get Love out of this new problem. <laughs> what other solution could there be? Oh, here comes the flamethrower again. If you had a flamethrower, wouldn't you use it all the time? I would yeah. use it on spiders. I would absolutely. I would solve time. every problem that I ever faced with that flamethrower. Especially if it's just like on your like on your forearm, just hey. available all the time. Yep. What if I, I pooped on the street again? Flamethrower. What if the problem is that your house is on fire? Flamethrower. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Fight fire with fire, as they say. Mm, Surely, the sooner I burn it down, the sooner I can cash in those sweet, sweet insurance benefits. Oh boy! (laughs) (laughs) Uh, So they try to take off, but then guess what? The giant spider's back, and it falls down on them, and it has a suction mouth. Yeah, they got those weird long mouths. Yeah, a long mouth with like many rows of teeth, like the Rathtar. It was very Rathtar mouth looking. It was very Rathtar. Um, but thankfully, some lasers happened. Yay, lasers. Star Wars. Thankfully, some lasers happened. <laughs> <laughs> um, the Mando goes back into the hull, like once the big spider is taken care of. The Mando goes back into the rest of the ship, and the spiders have like already webbed it up. What the hell? <laughs> 
Yeah, they waste any time. Oh, me, Star Wars. They're like, um, we have some interior decorating tips for you, and we'll just get right on it ourselves. Uh, <laughs> and uh, he goes out shooting some spiders, but then the rest of the spiders are taken care of by Appa and Dave. <laughs> wolf trap. Trapper wolf. Trapper wolf. There we go. Wolf trapper. It's, it's Appa and Dave. <laughs> They're both equally as stupid. Wolf trapper and trapper wolf are equally as stupid. They so are, yeah. They are. <laughs> Um, Appa explains that they ran the tags on the crest, which is such a cop with <laughs> They're extremely we ran your Republic cops. <laughs> Why is the New Republic just so terrible in every instance that we've seen them so far? Why have they just off? They were they were a rebellion that were not prepared to take off us. No. Yep. Um, there's an arrest warrant out for the Mando for releasing the handsome Squidward Twi'lek in episode <laughs> six of season one. <laughs> I thought it was because they killed the, um, Matt Lanter character. No, no. The, his warrant was, was because he helped, like, the handsome Squidward escape. Oh, okay, Bobby I got it, got it, got it, okay, yeah. yeah. Um, because Bo- the handsome Squidward was the only one who made it out of Bothan 5. Yeah. But they reviewed the security footage and saw in that same instance he put away the like three very wanted criminals, which is the rest of them, and also risked his life to save Matt Lantern. <laughs> yeah. Um Mando asks if he's a if he's under arrest, and Appa says technically he should be, but these are trying times. Um, Mando says, I just don't want to do the paperwork, man. Just honestly, get- yeah. yeah, we'll let you go with the warning. Uh, Mando says that he's willing to forego the bounties <laughs> on the three criminals he put away if they'll come help him fix his hull real fast. Um, instead, they tell him to fix his transponder and then they won't vaporize him the next time he comes through New Republic space. <sighs> Extreme coffee energy. And then they ollie out. <laughs> and then they just leave with this guy with this broken ship on this ice planet. Right. Like he's just gonna die there. Does it matter if his transponder? And works? I know they know that he doesn't have a baby, but couldn't Din just be like, I have a child who's going to die. I have a baby and she has many eggs. Right. I have many eggs that are going like, to die. Hey, maybe you hate me as a bounty hunter, but maybe help this lady who's trying to save her species. Right. She's done nothing. She's completely innocent and perfect. Anyway, and super sexy. So, like, come on. So, the Mando goes back inside, and he's like, well, <laughs> I can repair the cockpit enough to pressurize so they can get to Trask. And at least this means Yiddle won't be alone with the eggs anymore, because they'll all be in the same room. Yeah. Um... Once they get going and back into space, Mando says to wake him up if anyone hails them or if the door gets blown off. Haha, <laughs> just kidding. If the door gets blown off, we'll all be dead. Sweet yeah, dreams. when he said that, when he was like, <laughs> if the door gets blown off, and I was like, if that happens, it'll be rapid decompression and just... they will all die. And he said, just kidding, we're all going to die if that happens. And I was like, okay, he's got it. Yeah, but then he immediately felt like without a heartbeat, like in between just sweet dreams and then goes to sleep. Yeah. What is what the what fuck? Is- why does Mando have the energy of that John Mulaney bit? Like, my dad pulled into the McDonald's parking lot, ordered one black coffee for himself, and left. This yeah. motherfucker. This motherfucker. Who's just like, ha we're just gonna die. Good night. Like, I mean, well, you know what it is. Really do at this point. You know what it is? It's K2SO. 
<laughs> from Rogue One. Oh my God, yeah. <laughs> we were like, yeah, if that happens, we're all going to die. Except for me, I'm not going to die. I can survive in space. <laughs> yes, I love that line so much. Great. Um, so Mama definitely knows that Yiddle ate the eggs because oh, like yeah. Yiddle's still looking over Mando's shoulders at the eggs and then Mama tightens her grip over the canister. <laughs> like, I've counted them, you little scruncher. Like, I know what's going on here. <laughs> um, yeah. But then Yiddle turns around and has just been hiding an extra egg <laughs> this entire time? Yeah. Where? Under her, she's got a big robe. She's got, she's got big sleeves. Yeah, but they've been tossed around, and like, how did that egg not? Like, I you just, don't know how many eggs he was hiding. Maybe that's the only one that's left. I it better have been. But also, <laughs> again, the sensitivity here of like this being a gag because like if it wasn't a comedy gag, they wouldn't have added this at the as as an end bit. Yeah. Because it is just like, here's some salt in the wound. Like, you think your eggs are safe now? No, actually not. There's still <laughs> a serial killer on the loose in this <laughs> ship. My, my question is, the eggs can't survive hyperspace, so how did they survive getting thrashed around in a ship? It might be something to do with, like, I don't know. The, the, the like the vibrations actual, of hyperspace or some shit. Yeah, yeah right. or like the, the actual, actual like sciencey shit. Yeah, however they are able to create hyperspace in order to go through it, um, might have yeah. something to do with that. Um, yeah, but like, Jesus Christ, <laughs> um, this little spree killer over here. I think they really need. I think Mando really needs to come to terms with the fact that his baby is a predator at some point. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It's like, wow. um, yeah. So, like, that's how they end the episode. But also, hold on one fucking minute, <laughs> because no. Appa, who had a significant amount of dialogue in this episode, isn't actually listed in the main part of like the credits. I have the answer for this. What is the answer? Well, I have speculation that I feel is pretty strongly the answer. So he was listed. He wasn't, you know, they, they flash all the individual names mm-hmm. when they're doing the pictures. And then afterwards, when they roll the rest of the credits, they have other cast. Yeah. And, and that was where they had him as well as Dave Filoni. And so I think that there's probably something in the contract where there's a difference between like a guest It'll star be versus a, a cameo appearance and i bet that they, this was a cameo appearance probably because it was a thing where they're like do you want to come on set and do this bit role well, for a day versus he was like, it'll be it'll be in though. the contract it'll just be something stipulated pro- in the contracts because probably the credit things, thing. yeah credit things are really weird like the, mm. that's not really uh, like it's complicated with those it, it's it's not the answer is not if you have x number of dialogue you'll be one or the other it's it's more intricate than that based off of yeah, yeah. what's half side contract things Okay. Yeah, this because SAG-AFTRA has a lot of complicated contract stuff. Was very like what? My like, guess is that they knew he was a big Star Wars fan, so they they asked him if he wanted to come on to set for a day and do this role. And so that's probably different than how they would do. Like for example, Amy Sedaris probably had to go to set for a week or a month or whatever it is to film her character. Mm-hmm. And so there's probably something there, like where it's like fly out for a day to to record a couple of lines in a scene with us versus like be on set 
playing a, yeah. a role. Yeah. Because yeah, like, stuff again, that like, we as simple plebs will never know. Because like <laughs> exactly, because it's buried seventy-three pages deep in the contract that oh, they had God. to sign. Yeah, because like Richard Ayode was in the main credit. Yeah, right. Yeah. Like, what was up with that? Which I was like, what? Yeah. So yeah, it'll definitely be some weird contract shit. <laughs> okay. but, like, because like I'm not I even just, gonna bother thinking about. I was just like, that's what? Because, <laughs> like, the cast list generally have been very small because yeah. there just have been very few characters with names or dialogue. Yeah. Um, but, like, yeah, I was definitely just like, mm. But also, the fact that Appa did have, like, uh, a name, like, Carson was just a, a real name, but then Mama is just Frog Lady. <laughs> and like, even Dr. Mandible yep. had a name. And I then think it's still fro- just I Frog think Lady. Literally, maybe she doesn't have, maybe the species just doesn't have names. Right. But like, I don't want to make those excuses, right? Because like, yeah. it, it was clearly an intentional choice that they made. Yeah. And so the question her, is like, why did they make that intentional choice? Right. Like, it's just, again, different one off instances of things might not necessarily matter but when you take a look at how star wars has treated aliens alien species non-human species long history of treating frog ladies as less than in the star wars franchise (laughs) sorry meg i know you're trying to make like a legit (laughs) i'm done now okay (laughs) i think you finished her off danny oh boy just like that crate dragon meat It looked so good. <laughs> it did look really good. Is this me now? Are we, are we at that point of the episode? Okay. Yep. Hello, listeners. You've made it this far. You can follow us on Twitter at Rogue Podrin. <laughs> Why was uh, you so creepy? <laughs> I don't know. It just—it's what happens. Why Sometimes so it just happens. <laughs> Um, you can find us at our website, roguepodron.com. Our email address is roguepodron at gmail.com. Uh, I didn't think of a good, a good Patreon thing today. Um, if you want to know more about how much I love frogs, you can subscribe to our Patreon and you can ask me frog questions on our Discord, I guess, if you want to. <laughs> our Patreon is patreon.com slash wanderlusted. No, that's mine. Oh my God. <laughs> That's Seth's one. That's not the one you follow. It's patreon.com slash roguepodron. <laughs> I'm having a time today. Um, <laughs> subscribe to us on any of your favorite podcatchers. If you don't already know, we have a main show, which is Rogue Podron. This is just our side show, which has the exact same feed. So I don't know why you'd listen to this and not our other show. <laughs> and you can leave us a five-star review on iTunes. We do all this out of habit, not necessity. <laughs> yeah, it is. It is. Um, yeah, leave us a review. I had a dream that we got a one-star review for a really stupid reason. It made me really sad. It was a really stupid reason. It was like, they didn't say this word, like one random word in the dictionary, and they were mad, so they gave us a one-star review. So give us five-star reviews to make me feel better about it. Wait, I need to hear more about this review. <laughs> I don't remember what the word was. It was literally just like, you didn't say, like, bushels or something like that. It's true. We do not talk about bushels enough on this show. That's a fair criticism. Bushel Padron. 
<laughs> just like what word did we say <laughs> i don't remember it's gone in Why my does that matter <laughs> this person like open a dictionary and say like oh that's the word that they didn't say yeah they never yeah. use this word so one star yeah bushels <laughs> <laughs> is that it was that the end it's hard that's, to tell that's me i'm done okay. yeah i'm done <laughs> it's hard to tell when things get so okay take it away from me <laughs> All right, so join us next time as, I'm sorry. All right, join us next time as <laughs> we, as when Podgalorian comes back for chapter 11. And until then, may both suns shine on your womp rat's tail. I love that that's our sign off now. It's so good. It's a lot better. <laughs> it's really so good. good. It's a lot better. Stacey's mom has got it going on. She's all I want. Wait